0: Welcome to Beyond the Shelf, I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail, and production, and food and beverage that are shaping the industry. We're joined today by Allison and Stephen Ellsworth, soulmates and co-founders of Poppy. Poppy is a prebiotic soda, which you may be familiar with from a successful appearance on Shark Tank, which we'll get into a little bit later. Allison serves as Chief Branding Officer, while Stephen is the CEO. Welcome to the podcast, Allison and Stephen.
1: Well, thank you so much for having
0: us. Yeah, it's
2: great to be on. Thanks for having us.
0: You're very welcome. So share your story a little bit about how things got started. I think it's worth mentioning that you both were working for, I believe, a a kind of a land services company, which I can imagine is about as far from CPG drink industry as one can be. Uh, But how did you uh, come to start Poppy together?
1: like you mentioned it is pretty far away from where we thought we would be today but wouldn't have it any other way so I started um working in oil and gas years years ago and met Stephen traveling on the road and we started working together and while we were working I kind of just did not feel good I just kind of always had a stomach ache a ton of lack of energy and I just couldn't figure out what's going on. And I went to doctors and I couldn't figure out, they couldn't figure out, um, kept giving me medications and I was just kind of sick of it. So I think I do what most people do is you kind of turn to the internet and start Googling, um, natural detoxes or what can make my stomach ache go away or my bloating or, I'm, you know, I need some energy. So I, stumbled across an article on apple cider vinegar and was shocked at like how many health benefits that it had. And I started drinking it. And after two weeks, I felt incredible. All of my symptoms had subsided. I all of a sudden had energy to go to the gym and it just kind of set me on this new road of health and wellness. There was just a big issue was the fact that apple cider vinegar tastes horrible by itself right like we'll get people all the time tell us oh i drink apple cider vinegar every day and and that's <laughs> that's great but <laughs> For the, for the masses and, and for me in particular, I'm not the fan of just straight vinegars. So I took it upon myself to kind of go to the kitchen and start playing around with different ingredients. But what was really, really, really important to me was to keep it healthy. Um, you know, I was feeling great. I didn't want to all of a sudden start adding a ton of calories and sugar to my diet. And it kind of would reverse what I was trying to do. So all of a sudden created kind of the first version and then Stephen started drinking it and he can kind of tell you about how he probably thought I was a little bit crazy with saying, drink this vinegar concoction, but um, I really felt like I was onto something. Yeah.
2: I think, I think that that's, I think that's why we make a great pair. My palate is definitely more mainstream. I also am involved in, in health and wellness, but for me, I'm not, Necessarily willing to compromise what I'm eating and, and drinking for its for its health properties, and so Allison was all about the health properties and drinking it for all those benefits. And me, on the other hand, I wanted something delicious and tasty and refreshing, right? So it was really this this give and take of how do we create something super special that delivers on both, that provides full flavor, full functionality, in uh, an amazing taste. And I think we've done that.
0: Yeah, and and you know it's it's always wonderful and fascinating to hear. I guess this is probably true for many entrepreneurs, but particularly in food and beverage, where there is a, a personal challenge that they face related to health that uh, leads them to, as you did, you know, using Doctor Google to, for starters to explore options. Uh, and and were there other avenues that you had pursued as well? Um, you know, it, it's that unfortunately, all too common story yeah. of just lethargy, right? Just just not feeling right or well within yourself. Uh, and, and, you know, there's any number of companies that have been founded based on some remedies and solutions for this. Uh, was, was the apple cider vinegar the first thing that you tried or did you try uh, other things as well?
1: I feel like it was almost my last ditch effort to just better. I think I had gone to the doctors over a series of like five years and I probably had every kind of medication thrown at me and spent thousands of dollars. And it wasn't anything probably that most people would think is like life devastating, right? Like I had a job, I was living a healthy, normal life, right? I just didn't feel good. And you know, after all of this, you, you learn that if you don't have a healthy gut, it really just throws your whole system off. And I had no idea about gut health back then and how important it was. And so, um, you know, I thought I was being healthy in general. I was a vegetarian at the time and you, you know, like I I thought I had it down. So Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way it's, it's this, but Um, you know, the doctors couldn't quite figure it out. And then when I, I think it was like basically a combination of drinking the apple cider vinegar, which made me feel better. Then I started eating healthier and then I started working out. So it was almost like in combination. It kind of made me feel better, but you know, that they give you medication and then it made you feel worse. It was, to me, it was backwards with the way that doctors sometimes do it. Right, right. And, yep. and, and
0: Stephen, how did you admit that the leap there from, because uh, oh, well, certainly circle back around to the health benefits. I have a lot of questions myself about that. But how did you go from finding a solution that worked for you, you know, making, you know, just small quantities to saying, you know what, maybe there's a company here we should start because sounds like you were doing just fine and well in life, right? You had, you had good, stable jobs and and all of that. Um, in whose idea was it? Who was the first one out of you two to, to say, Let, let's, let's make this leap.
2: That's a, that's a funny question. So we were, we were on the road in a, in a small town and at this time we had our first samples and friends and family and neighbors were requesting it. Allison was sharing her story and, and essentially, uh, passing around the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Right. and we were we were looking at our careers and we loved what we did but we didn't really like being on the road we wanted to start a family and honestly it was it was Allison and her dad were thinking about what next steps were and it was they, they came up with the idea well maybe we should sell this stuff maybe we should maybe we should take this to market and so it was really I'll give the credit to Allison it was uh it was really her idea to to um Commercialize this this idea and, and passion project that she had, and so when we eventually moved back to Dallas, we we just jumped right in. We started, you know, sourcing all of the ingredients and selling it at the farmers market. And lucky for us, it was our third weekend. Our our booth was packed, and a Whole Foods buyer approached our booth and said, "We love your product. We would love to have you in our store." And so it was really at that wow. point. That we were like, I think we really have something here.
0: Wow. So, so back to the, the, the prebiotic. So, th- what is a prebiotic? <laughs> Let's start there. And how, if at all, is it different than probiotics, which I, I'd say we're all maybe a little bit more familiar with? Um, but t- tell me what a prebiotic is, and, and start wherever you'd like. I, I, if you want to start with, you know, the challenges uh, of gut health to begin with, and and you know, can only imagine most Americans are walking around with a situation that isn't optimal. But um, what, what, what is a prebiotic? How does it work within our body? What is it as a, as a, as a, as a molecule or organic matter? What, t- tell me more about it.
2: Yeah, I'll take that one on. It's, it's, a, it's more simple than, than people think. A prebiotic is simply food for probiotics. So probiotics are, are the good and beneficial bacteria that naturally reside in a human, right? It's in our, diget- in our digestive tract. And so prebiotics are insoluble fibers that essentially feed those probiotics, right? So if you think about humans, we need food to survive. Probiotics also need food to survive, and that comes in the form of prebiotics. And so it's really the combination of probiotics and prebiotics that allow your gut to flourish and ultimately lead to a healthy microbiome, which in turn has many positive effects on the body if you have a healthy uh, microbiome.
0: And how does one know if they're, if they don't have a healthy microbiome? I, I find that there's almost frustration because for most things we can take a test, right? Um, whether it's you know, COVID or, or, you know, if you're anemic or, or whatnot, um, but it seems like we're stuck in this kind of figure out on your own experimental phase of this still, or is there a way that, uh, you know, that someone could tell? Cause I mean, I'm tired all the time now, <laughs> a lot of that is stress, stress, kids, everything else. I don't know, you know, um, Yet you, Allison, had, you know, a a chronic situation and how does someone know if it's chronic and then how does someone know if it's, uh, you know, something that needs to be remedied through, um, you know, through an adjustment or diet or is it like me that I just know I don't sleep enough?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think a good way to answer that is, you know, Stephen and I, we are not doctors, but from what we've heard from our customers and like what I personally went through and even like Steven is if you start drinking, say like a poppy, which has apple cider vinegar, whereas where you get the function from our drink, the great thing about it is it's different for everybody. And I know that sounds really kind of almost confusing, but for example, for me, I had gut issues and it took away the bloating my digestion was better. I had heartburn issues Um, you know, it made me start eating healthier and all these things. But then for some other people, for example, they have like high blood pressure and it's helped with that. Or, you know, someone with diabetes it helps regulate their blood sugar levels. Or I even had someone that like they, their ankles were like swelling and it helped reduce that. There's, it's like ACV you've heard, it's been around for 400 years, right? Like we're not trying to recreate some magical potion here has amazing health benefits. And so really is always what we suggest is like, you literally just have to try it and listen to your body. Um, I feel like that's the best way now. And, and I think in our society, it's easy to just go to a doctor and be like, tell me what's wrong with me and fix it. Right. Um, but it's almost better just to kind of listen and try, you know, some healthier, cleaner ingredients and a healthier lifestyle mm-hmm. um, to kind of get what you yeah. want.
2: Yeah. I think, I think um, everybody has their own journey, right. Uh, especially with, with health and wellness. And it's, it's coming really to the forefront of everybody's mind, especially right now. But I think just, with the millennial and Gen Z population, health and wellness is is so important, right? And, and so I think it's just a, a part of people's self-optimization journey. How can I feel better than what I do right now? And where we are with medicine, right? If we can't monetize it, we don't research it, right? right? So Western medicine is big pharma. And we look at these older cultures, Eastern cultures, where really food has been their medicine, right? And so it really is your own journey incorporating different foods different diets into your lifestyle to see how to see how you feel we, we live in a world with so many processed foods and so you know these symptoms like Allison was saying they they manifest themselves in different ways right and so I think it's it's up to each person to really discover what works for them on their you know within their own journey
0: and and not that I'm asking you to give medical advice, and you made that clear. But um, what do you recommend in terms of you know one drink? You know these are twelve ounce cans. Is it a drink per week? Is it a drink per day? When do people typically feel some of the results?
1: Yeah, we what we actually love about poppy is. The way that we position it in the market is just to enjoy with a meal and a healthy alternative to basically everything out out there that's in the market, like the sugary sodas and the juices and all those different things. And so we don't look at it as like, hey, drink this and this is medicinal. I'm going to cure this and that, right? Mm-hmm. We just love that we're just like a healthier option that also has function, um, so you can drink two, three days, you know, it, it doesn't matter on that front, but I will tell you, people will notice a difference after like one or two. It's not something like you have to drink, you know, for months and months on, on end, but with our customers, they see the results, they feel different. And so they do want to drink one every single day, um, to keep up those health benefits because apple cider vinegar on its own can be be rough, like we said.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I actually yeah. got chills when you had mentioned drinking apple cider vinegar. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, but now you have, you know, the Poppy has watermelon, there's strawberry lemon, ginger lime, blueberry orange, pineapple mango, and so on and so forth. Uh, you mentioned your market position. And, and I believe that uh, at one time it was uh, mother beverage was maybe, right. was that a working name or was, did you go to market with that? And then you know, what What led you to uh, what was a rebrand?
1: Yeah, so we originally named it Mother for a couple different reasons. One, the mother of vinegar, which a lot of people relate to and understand if you're a real ACV person, um, they understand that. And then, of course, I was a mother myself, and it was just like farmer's mom pop, like farmer's market when we originally launched. And so it really fit our brand at that time. And after a few, oh, about, i say a year of being at the farmer's market, and we really were to the point where we were growing and more retailers were wanting to take us on and we needed funding is when we went on to Shark Tank and got a deal. And our shark loved the liquid, but he was like, if we really want to get this to the masses and position yourself for as a soda, what you guys taste like, we have to rebrand and change the packaging completely. So, um, we can definitely dive more into that. But yeah, that, that was kind of the thinking of why we're not mother on top of the fact that you cannot trademark the word mother, we mm. couldn't own it. And so, you know, it, it really, there was a lot of different reasons why we ended up changing it. And we're so, so, so happy we did. We absolutely love the name and it fits everything we stand for. It
0: does. Yeah. You have wonderful, vibrant, vibrant branding. I encourage people to go yeah. to drinkpoppy.com to check it out. So Shark Tank, whose idea was it and who was against it?
1: <laughs> so you're gonna, find, you're gonna find a common theme here so <laughs> me and Steven we're, we're actually the perfect partners for each other because i'm always like let's go have fun let's try it what's the harm and he's like okay let's let's get the spreadsheet out and like really mm. think about this and like wants to talk about it. and i'm like let's just go to a, a shark tank like like why not why do we have to think about it and so we have a good like because you can't always just not have focus and so we make a good team but <laughs> kind of how it went i was like let's just go to a shark tank casting call and walk up wait in line for eight hours and pitch ourselves and super happy we did
0: and, and that was a successful endeavor correct
2: it, it was it was it's, it's pretty what <laughs> Um, so the, so the deal that we went on to Shark Tank with was 400,000 for 25% in which Rohan, um, to our delight said yes to. So I think, um, for us that, that was the deal on Shark Tank and, and we're, we're excited that, that, that he was our partner because the business has completely changed.
1: But I wouldn't say the whole road to Shark Tank was like easy, Um, I know we went to the open casting call and then it was months and months of tryouts and paperwork, and video. And then we actually finally got to the show and we were sitting there before we we went on and they said, I think it's like 0.002% of people actually get from where we were to sitting there to get a pitch to the sharks and then not even half of those actually get a deal. So It seems like, you know, all fun and games with it on TV, but it really is hard work. It's stressful. And then on top of it, I was nine months pregnant going on to it. And so there was a lot of back and forth of whether we should go. And, you know, in my usual fashion, I was like, let's do it. (laughs) So, um, Yeah. And and then once you're in there, I think you're in there for about an hour and going back with the sharks and they're drilling you and they could care less that I was pregnant. Mr. Wonderful called me. (laughs) uh, Like a cockroach and all. So um, it was quite the experience. And then everyone started dropping out one by one. And then it got down to Rohan Oza, who, if people don't know, he's the mastermind. They call him the brand father uh, behind like vitamin water, smart water, and then um, some other just like really big brands. And so he obviously was the shark we wanted. And he said from the second he tasted it, he knew he was going to give us a deal we had no idea because by the way he played it, we were just excited to get a deal with him. And it's it's been quite a ride since.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah, I saw a speaker a few years ago that had been on Shark Tank and he, he shared his experience. And it's certainly very different than, you know, the final polished, what, I don't know, 10-minute segment that people see. Everything in terms of the preparation that's, that's required. I, I recall him saying, you know, you just had to go over your pitch it was like hundreds of times yeah. they had to keep driving up to L.A. to to refine it and show it. And then they felt the pressure. And I'm curious if you did as well, because apparently if you get a deal, you are far more likely to actually end up uh, broadcast. Whereas if you don't get a deal, kind of no one wants to watch a, a loser, yeah. if you will. Right. There's uh, only uh, so know.
1: many of those they can air. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that there's actually hours that get the still down to the 10 minutes. You just see kind of the highlights and stuff, uh, from that experience.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, it's a TV show, mm-hmm. right? And we are going on there with everything that we've worked towards for the last year and a half. And basically for us going into Shark Tank, it was, you know, if we don't get a deal, potentially we would ha- have gone out of business, right? It's like, not hundred percent sure, but it was just that point of like, we needed funding. We were growing really quick. Um, if we didn't get, it it was kind of like, Oh, do we keep doing this? And so I think, yeah, it's a lot of hardship that goes into it. And then the fact that it's a TV show, (laughs) you're like adds an extra layer of stress of if we get a deal, is this going to air? Is it going to make a TV? Is it going to air? So it is, it is quite an emotional experience that after we left, kind of getting the deal, we remember looking at each other, like a train had hit us, like the energy. And you're just like, wow, I'm exhausted. The adrenaline, you know, you're just kind of like not sure where you are and like what's going on. It's so emotionally draining, but you know, exciting at the same time.
0: Yeah, you're just on the entire time and and uh, just feeling, feeling that pressure. Uh, so things have skyrocketed, as you mentioned before, you got that significant investment. Uh, can imagine that, you know, just the experience and the contacts have helped you. So, where, where can people find Poppy now? I know there's drinkpoppy.com and I encourage people to follow you at Drink Poppy, uh, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Um, you do have e commerce at drinkpoppy.com. Uh, how has retail been going?
2: Retail has been a little slow to start, but now it's booming, right? We launched Poppy in March and thankfully we had set ourselves up. Previous to the whole shutdown on Amazon, so the first call it six months of the year, all of our business was really focused on Amazon and driving uh, driving growth there, since that was really our only route to market, right? And so, mm-hmm. as as distributors have uh, you know been more available to bring our product to stores because before it was you know essentials were prioritized, but Prick right. and to come back, you can. We're in seven regions of Whole Foods. We are available in Sprouts nationally. In March of 2021, we'll be available in all Whole Foods across the country. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then 2021 will be a big year for us. We have authorizations in Target. We have authorizations in Publix and in Kroger. So the, the business is growing uh, as, as the world continues to open back up and, and kind of stabilize to what's, what the new normal is. I, I hate to even say that, but uh, the retail side of the business is continuing to boom. Very exciting.
0: That's wonderful. And so I, I always like whenever I have an entrepreneur on here to, to uh, ask some lessons learned. Uh, so maybe, Allison, we'll, we'll start with you. What what do you wish you had known or you could have gone back and told uh, told yourself a, a few years ago uh, that you have learned along the way that has been just invaluable and you would uh, you know pass on to any other entrepreneur?
1: You know, I think the biggest thing that I've learned and this can, I think hit home maybe to other entrepreneurs is when you start a company, you know, we started as originally mother with my original formula. And as you grow, you have to kind of grow with your team and the times, right? Like obviously it was really hard to to imagine like changing our name from mother to poppy. It was really hard to like see the packaging go and like make the decision to give away, you know, 25% of the company to a shark that you don't know. And I think it's like, you're always like kind of fighting to stay true and who you originally were when you started the company. But really if you want to grow as a company and as an entrepreneur and as a person, like you kind of have to like, be able to shift and evolve with what's going on around you and take that opportunity when you see something like getting a deal and doing this rebrand that was super successful and knowing when what I think is right maybe isn't always what what is right. And I think that's really hard for us as an entrepreneur and probably the biggest lesson that I've learned and take to heart is to surround yourself with people that, you know, can help, lift you up and give you great advice and then you know I, I still think there's quite a bit that we do that's really true to who we are and ex- I'm still really intense with the formula make sure we're sourcing the cleanest finest ingredients and and that's something you even still think to this day but being able to listen and pivot is it, it can be hard for an entrepreneur but I'm excited that we we, we kind of are humble and in in knowing that we can do that.
0: Humble, humble adaption. And, and Stephen. other than choosing the right wife, what, what, what's your recommendation?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think it kind of pairs nicely with with what Allison said. I think that for me, the reason that we work so well as Allison was that push that I needed. So I would say to any entrepreneur out there that has an idea is just get started and find yourself a partner that's going to compliment you, right? That's going to pick you up and and push you beyond those hardships and those trials, because inevitably there will be some, right? And make sure that you're passionate about what you're doing, because once again, when the hardships come, you have to have that passion and that dedication to what you're doing in order to persevere beyond whatever you're facing at the current time. So one of the quotes that I, that I love is, opportunity looks a lot like hard work. And so don't be afraid to try, don't be afraid to work hard, uh, but just make sure that you're passionate about it and choose the right partner and surround yourself with amazing talent. There you
0: go. So it's drinkpoppy.com. Uh, check it out there. You can order directly. It looks like it's about $3 a can somewhere right in about that range. Um, folks can get it. Uh, and again, follow at Facebook drink poppy and Instagram is drink poppy as well. Um, we have a wonderful story. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think you might be the first husband and wife guest we've had on here. So appreciate you both coming on. And, uh, you know, it's always great to just hear not only a company being successful, but one that has touched what sounds like at, at bare minimum thousands and I'd venture to say tens or hundreds of thousands of people that, that have, uh, you know, experience positive benefits from your product. So that must be a great feeling, and, and we congratulate you on that, and and wish you lots of luck. Sounds like twenty twenty one is going to be uh, something else for you with with additional distribution, and um, you know, p- kind of passing through what was a, a slower period here for you to absolutely none of your none of your <laughs> faults or anything. So, best of luck as you head into twenty twenty one.
2: Thanks so much. Yeah, we're we're just. We're just barely getting started here and, and 299 will look a lot like 249 next year. So so keep checking us out and, and come along for the ride, guys.
0: Awesome. Well, best of luck as you scale that up. Thank you again for joining us.
2: Thanks. Take care.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Beyond the Shelf, presented by Chef's Guest. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your episodes. For more details about all of our episodes from inside the ever-changing food and beverage industry, visit chefsbest.com.